Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Luke Musgrave, and you're listening to Player Profiler. What's up, Cody? Listen, man, I just emerged from my four-day darkness retreat. All I was thinking about is this mock. So, yes, you could say your boy's locked in right now. I'm kind of scared. Ready. All right. Well, well, let's dive into this mock. <laughs> but first, you need to go follow my boy Matty K on Twitter. Matty Kiwum, M-A-T-T-Y-K-I-W-O-O-M. Let's call him the Twitters. Find me on Twitter at Carpenter NFL. This is the future cast midweek moction action, moction action, midweek moction action, moction, moction, moction action. We're here, we're here, we're down to clown, and we're going to be doing a one quarterback mm-hmm. rookie, rookie dynasty rookie mock draft. You can check it out right here on the YouTube channel at Player Profiler. You can also find it wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, and Apple. This is the Player Profiler radio network and this is the future cast click that like click that subscribe and do Mm -hmm. us a favor because right now on spotify on apple you can type in the word future the future cast you can type in the word undercover ops you can type in the game plan you can type in mind Mansion, and they all have their own channels now so i know that we're ever expanding right now we have 15 shows currently at player profiler we're expanding over the next two months to have over 20 shows, 21 to be exact, by the end of the summer, is going to be on the official library of Player Profiler. And I understand the main feed Player Profiler, it's getting loaded. It's going to have over 10 shows loaded in every single week. Bang, bang, bang. And it's it's, it's a bit too much. So that's why you can now go and click uh, subscribe to my dimension. Subscribe to the game plan. Listen to Maddie K every Saturday. Subscribe to the future cast and listen to me blabber about college football and the NFL draft <laughs> and, and just know everything you need to know. You can go do that on Spotify, on Apple, on all these places, and remember to drop those reviews. So if you're listening on the Future Class, cha- the Future Cast channel, leave me five re- five star review. Leave us a comment. Let us know what kind of mocks you want to see next. What prospects you want me to talk about? Things like this. Appreciate you always staying tapped in. Click that like, click that subscribe, and leave us five stars. Mm-hmm. One show though, and we'll keep this short. One show we talked pre-show. We a little 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 announcement on the Twitter. Uh, There's a show. The players' lounge. Let's go. The players' lounge is coming soon. It's almost. Oh, I cannot wait for that. 
We got big things planned. Big, big, big things planned for that show. As President 45 would say, (laughs) not small. Not small. Very big. Very large. Very (laughs) large. Large things. Not small. Large things planned. I'm the best. I know the most. It's plain and simple. I woke up this morning. (laughs) I piss excellence. All right. Maddie. We said we were not going to be long-winded. Holy shit. This is what we do, though. This is you what can't we let do. the boys play, and we're gonna rumble. We're 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 already talking like it's the players' lounge around here, and this is still <laughs> the midweek mock. <laughs> yes, we gotta dial in. We gotta dial. We gotta focus with the one zero one in this one quarterback rookie mock number three. Matty Kiwum, I'll give you the number one pick again. Okay, okay, and a little twist on this one: we are picking these players as if they go to the most optimal situation doesn't matter if it's realistic we don't care about the picks of the nfl draft we're just maximizing landing spot and then we're going to talk about it and we're going to make our pick so without further ado this is easy beasy i'm taking Bijan robinson at the 101 he's uh no doubt the best prospect my number one landing spot believe it or not for Bijan robinson the atlanta falcons Ooh. And this is why I would take him. I'm going to take out the one one anyway. But with the Atlanta Falcons taking him, this is why. Arthur Smith loves to hashtag establish the shit out of it. They would have to take him either top 10 with eight, or they'd have to trade back into the first round to get him, which would just show how much desire they have for a guy like that. And listen, if Tyler Algier ran for 1,000 yards, imagine what Bijan Robinson would do in that evolving offensive line. So Bijan Robinson, 101 to the Atlanta Falcons. Number one landing spot for him in my opinion. How about we how about we add that how about we add that column in here? I want I want I want to track these optimal landing spots. And okay. I think it'll just That's make our That's screen good. look a little bit cleaner as it'll enlarge that whole little shared section over there. Let's put in uh preferred see if I can spell this word right. Preferred <laughs> team. Best. Let's spell it. Did I spell that right? Is it spell oh, check? Best. Let's do best team. Best landing spot. I don't, I don't need the comments in the comments. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Let's do best team. Yeah. Best we'll team. Put in Falcons. I like that right there. All right. Me. With the 1.02 in this one quarterback PPR league. Jackson Smith and Jigba. PPR. Bing, bang, bang. That's the name of the game. Bing, Jackson bang, bang. Smith and Jigba. I'm going to stick with the landing spot that I talked about before. That is the Chargers, right? This top end of this draft is going to stay easy. Bijan, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. That's how fantasy drafts are going to start in the one QB. Pretty easy. Seth, you really going to throw me off my game right now? I was going to say, you're really going to do this to me? At least our editor came in clutch. He said preferred is correct. Thank you, Seth. Champion of second grade, baby. Uh, actually not. Actually, you want a spelling bee? Spelling. You were a math champ. Math, math, math. Damn, I used to be in chess club. The speed test. The speed test. We they put 90 90 math equate math things. Oh, speed that motherfucker. So you had a fast math forty time. Is what you're telling us. Fast math forty time, bro. (laughs) I tell you what, I was thirty kids in the class, ninety questions, ninety whatever, ninety math equations. You, You give me a pencil. In a paper, and in first grade to fourth grade, I don't think I lost a damn game, son. <laughs> Fifth grade started to be algebra and shit. All right, 
and, 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 and all of a sudden you get fifth grade, you're like, yeah, football's way, way cooler. Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, easy money. You know, we're just racking in the checks. <laughs> you, you start talking about algebra and like fifth, sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, peace out, man. I'm going to recess. Yeah, I mean, Madden starts getting a whole lot more fun Madden, at that age. You know, Madden, Madden, two you know, Madden priorities, no, man. Madden six, Madden seven was good back then when you could oh, actually yeah. play in college and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, my um, uh, algebra when I could play ma- Madden. My math equationing and 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 ma- my math forty time got took a considerable hit. <laughs> when Madden yeah, off, off the field and issues, Reese's, off the <laughs> yeah, severe yeah. off the field <laughs> issues. Oh my lanta, let's go! Jackson but we're Smith here. Jack Smith and Jibba goes off the one hundred two. You're back on the clock at the one zero three. Maddie Kewin, what's the pick? All right, so with my third pick here, I am going Jordan Addison here. Um, I think my number one landing spot would be the Chargers, but since you just went them, I won't back-to-back it. I actually think he would be a fantastic fit on the Green Bay Packers. Christian Watson speeding it up on the outside. He can run all the routes, and I don't think he's – I don't think he's a must be like i don't think he's guaranteed to be the slot only i think he's a little bit more versatile i think he's got a whole lot more uh, uh a kind of big playability so i think you put him with watson and i just keep getting i'm getting the jordan love fever and the only prescription is get him everywhere in my fantasy drafts and i can't i people people are feeling it too so i think he can really support this so give me my man jordan addison going to the packers i don't hate that i i mean it's 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 less than ideal when you're talking about having Rodgers as the quarterback, but I do think that Jordan Love, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of like Rodgers with a couple of years under his belt, it's going to be a okay as long as he doesn't throw the ball to uh, Romy Hudubs. So we don't talk uh, about dog water on the show no more. You know, I mean, yeah, dog water is uh, slimy and and spit up and uh, just got food leftovers and it's just warm piss warm and it's just not good you just stay away so when you see alan lazard getting may re-sign with the packers news um that directly affects Mm -hmm. the dog water bowl we're gonna finally drain that thing give me jordan addison you know bring back lazard and all of a sudden now we're not talking about dog water jordan addison 103 gives me the 104 Mm mm-hmm and in PPR, I can look at receiver. My favorite receiver is not the next in line. So I'm going to go running back, and I'm going to go with the guy that catches the most passes, and that mm-hmm. is one Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. He's the guy. He's he's the he's the Elvin Kamara of the class, even though he's not. He's the James Cook of this class. James Cook yeah. plus. He's a great he, pass. He's great in pass pro. He's lighter. He looks like a wide receiver lining up in the backfield. I love James Cook last year. Uh, I, I don't know if that's disrespecting Gibbs calling him James Cook, but I think it should be a, a positive for both guys. Give me James Cook here. What's that landing spot da- look like? I need some damn water. I'll tell you that. My coffin is coughing like a mother coughing coffer. Uh, the landing <laughs> spot is the Narland Saints because Elvin Kamara is getting suspended. Oh, my God. He is. He definitely is. It seems, it seems like it's going to be a happening in 2023 that suspension's coming can't be out there just fighting people jumping people do you have a better landing spot do i have a better landing spot than the saints i do but it takes some it takes a scenario to play out for it to be fulfilled and that is him going to the minnesota vikings where they get rid of Ooh. cook and mattson walks that's where i like him 
I think Spice. they'll do you know bring bring in someone that can be the between the tackles type of guy, and then he can clean up. And we know that they'll they'll make plays for their running back. Dalvin's always a weapon on the pass game, out of the in the passing game. So why wouldn't Gibbs be? So I have the, the clock, one my friend. Let's go. And now, see, here's the thing. Here's the my crossroads I'm at. The guy that I probably like the best is not the PPR best available. So what do I do? Do I just go with the heart or do I go with the brain? And I'm going to go with the brain, and I am going to take my man, Jalen Hyatt. I know this is crazy, but I am starting to really, really believe in what he can bring to an NFL squad. And if we're talking best landing spots, give me the Kansas City Chiefs and give them the downfield threat from the slot, the dangerous weapon they could have to match with what they already have are equipped with. So I'm saying his optimal landing spot is the Chiefs, and I do think that's possible at the end of the first round. I spelled that right? Seth, did I spell Chiefs right? Yes. 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 <laughs> See on. this right here? This is a, this is not a can of dip. This is a can of grinds, coffee pouches. Okay. I, I'm not as hard as the people in Texas. But I can pack a dip <laughs> to represent my friends in Texas. Oh, I can light this... a candle. I can light a candle. You son of a bitch. This right here, this is called a clarity candle. See that? That's I don't clarity. give a shit about your candle right now. Because I know what you're about to do. You're you give me some payback for last week. This is clarity. I'm I'm trying to light that's a light, that's a damn flame right there. I'm trying to light some clarity into this room right now. I pack my dip and I light my candle. And I'm taking <laughs> Roshan Johnson at the 106 oh, because yep. Roshan Johnson is going to be a late second round pick in the NFL draft. He's not late second. It's going to be early third. He's going to come off the board as RB3 or RB4. And in fantasy football, this right here, this is your David Johnson, your Sean Alexander, double-digit touchdowns, over 200 touches. Roshan Johnson at the 106, ahead of Quentin Johnston, ahead of Zach Evans. Ahead of my boy Boutte, and I would have taken him over Hyatt. Plug it in. You son of a bitch. So that means I was wrong in my inclination where I could wait and get this guy because this is the this was the other side of the crossroads. This was the other path that I did not take was Roshan Johnson. Now where's this landing spot though? The landing spot? Yeah. Where's he going? What makes him the best possible dynasty asset? Where could he go and everyone just goes, Oh shit. You know what he's done? The last four years, he's grinded. Yeah, he's bitten kneecaps. Is that why you put the grind in your mouth? He's gotten the he's gotten the yes he's gotten the backup grinder spot. He's been the grinder. He's been biting kneecaps left and right down there behind. Okay, the dog. I'm picking up what you're putting down now. He's going to the Detroit Lions, and he's taking the job from DeAndre Swift. He's going to fill in right where Jamal left, and he's going to elevate that offense. Roshan Johnson to the Detroit Lions. Okay, so sign me up. You've definitely talked me in. To Ro- I mean, I've been in Roshan. I'm all, I'm all about Roshan. I think I've been in Roshan. Wow, what a horrible way to say a word, a sentence. Terrible. Pause. Restart. Re- rewind. Let's start again. Roshan Johnson's awesome. Great landing spot. I also like that if he went second round to the Falcons. Big dude. Runs fast, like runs hard, runs through the middle. 
We both know Arthur Smith establishes the shit out of it. So that'll be another landing spot. But with the 107 here, you've taken my guy, you've taken my heart, you've probably taken the heart and soul of this team. And now, now I'm really, now I'm a little sad. But I'm gonna I'm gonna dust myself off and I'm gonna take Zach Charbonnet here with this next pick. Okay, he's the number five player available on one QB formats on playerprofile.com for good reason. He's a big dude. He can run. He runs hard. Runs right up. You know, he's he's that. He's a grinder plus. Can catch the ball a little bit. Does some. He looks really athletic. You know sucks. how he can run some of those rounds. You think he sucks? Well, uh, he sucks. Is, this is worth the landing spot. This I like him the most. If Zach Charbonnet goes to, I almost said Oakland, but the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh, he still sucks. You. This is what I think about. This is what I'm thinking. Why you think he sucks so bad? In your mind, you've pit him versus Roshan, and you've just taken sides. But you can have it all, brother. You know why? You can have it all, brother. You know why you're wrong and you're right? <laughs> because they're similar body types, and they do the same fucking thing. But Roshan's better, so I you put him just ahead. Roshan. So he's a spot ahead, but. Cody, Roshan, look at this goddamn chat. I saw it. I saw it. I saw Roshan it. might be your 2021 Jamar Jefferson moment, but if you're right, I'll give you props for being higher than anybody in the industry. The problem is, is I'm higher than anybody in the industry for one reason. Multiple reasons. One <laughs> of the biggest reasons, and I've talked about this on every goddamn show, is that there's conversations that are had at the Senior Bowl. Didn't have conversations with about Jamar Jefferson at the Senior Bowl. But there's yeah, conversations that happened at the 2022 Senior Bowl about Roshan, who participated in the 2023 Senior Bowl. Not just me. Alex Dunlap is just as high as I am on him, on Roshan. I was going to say, was it the conversations you heard at the Senior Bowl or the conversations you had with Alex Dunlap? It wasn't just the conversations with Alex Dunlap, though. This is the thing. is There were some higher-level conversations in the haberdasher in the – Bar, if you know what the haberdasher is, you know what I'm talking about <laughs> in Mobile. And uh, trust me, Bruce, you don't want to miss on Roshan because I'm not the only one. Bru- uh, Jamar, Jamar didn't get draft capital. I promise to God, Roshan will get the draft capital. He's you're putting a lot on it. It's going to be uh, very exciting come draft night. Uh, I took my dip out. I'll relax on the on the on the on the Roshan. <laughs> So Roshan joins the squad. I now have three players in the top four on the player profiler rookie rankings. I wonder mm-hmm. who makes those. And now I'm back on the clock at the 108. <laughs> it took me a second. I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, wait. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm back on the clock at the 108, and I'm going to do something that might surprise a few people, but it's PPR, and I want the maximum, the upside with the target. And that means Zay Flowers. Okay. Okay. Zay Flowers. A lot of people say Antonio Brown. Not you so know fast. that catches me every time. If I hear Antonio Brown, I'm in. Elijah Moore. Okay. I'm less Elijah than Moore. Him. Elijah Moore is good. Yeah. He's got in a shitty situation with the with the Jets with the little uh Zachary Wilson action. Zay Flowers. First round pick, Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so our, our train of thought here with the receiver in the first round, I went high at you at Flowers. Okay, okay, so we're still we're still all right here. We're kind of 
simpatico in different ways. I like that Linux spot for him, for sure. I think he could do a lot of damage with a guy like Mahomes. And I think that the Chiefs do take a lot of chances over and over and over at receiver. So oh, good yeah. pick there with the 109. And nine happens to be my lucky number. So I got to make this one count. And I'm going to shock the world because I have been pretty much down on this guy throughout the process. But today is the day that I take a little Quentin Johnson action at the 109. Landing spot that I would think would be the best for him is the Bears. Chicago Bears. Let him be the number one guy. Let him be the guy that's probably going to get the most targets in an offense that needs to get better in the pass game, uh, whether it be Fields or if they get crazy, you know, they go with a, a rookie like Young or Stroud or whatever. But I give me Quentin Johnson being the chance to establish himself as the wide receiver one. Like you've always said, he's big guy, got the tall frame, but he doesn't play that tall. So I didn't think he would go. I didn't want him competing for targets uh, in a situation where he would go. Probably be the, the leader in targets right off the bat. That's kind of the situation that I would get enticed by Quentin Johnson. So in this draft, where we're talking about maximum landing spot or the best team or the preferred team, spoke correctly. Shout out to you, Seth. I'm going Quentin Johnson to the Bears. Bingo, bango. Binga banga. Oh, baby. Quentin He's Johnson fits right in there. Apo, Chase Clapool, Darna Mooney. I think I like that uh, little weaponry they got there. Building in Chicago. 110. I'm not going running back because all these running backs could very well go round three, end of round three because of the depth here. I think that is nice depth. Not a big guy on A-Chain. A-Chain I think is going to run very fast next week. A lot of people are going to be happy about that. I love me some booty. Always have, always will. <laughs> but president of the booty club, I'm going Josh Downs here because I think him and Zay Flowers are doppelgangers. I think they're the same person. Downs dealt with a little bit of injury. Downs is a year younger. I think Downs is going to be a savage in the NFL. And as Terry says in the chat, Downs will outperform Flowers. Not sure, sure about that. It's going to be close. Both these guys are very good, very talented. Mm -hmm. um, Zay, I think, is a little bit better route runner, but Downs is a little more dynamic. Now the question is, where does he go? I think he's a guy that ends up in the early part of round two. I don't think he does jump into round one. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he gets into the the latter uh, part, latter five picks of round one in the NFL draft, but I'm, I'm afraid it's going to be the early portion of round two. So that kind of begs the question. You already brought up um, the Bears. They traded their pick to Pittsburgh, so Pittsburgh's sitting there at 33. Now, is Deontay going to be there for the long term? Or do they bring in Josh Downs or Zay Flowers to play with Pickens and Pickett? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Josh Downs, though, the place that I want to see Josh Downs go is Indianapolis. I think we talked about this the other day. They need we a did. speedster inside of Pittman and Pierce, and I think I'm going to stick with that lane spot, and I'm going to send Josh Downs, Don Tan, Indianapolis. Okay. I, I was hoping you'd pick Downs because I feel like he's – I don't know if he's the unsung hero so far, but he's not really all that talked about. He seems to be going under the radar. So, like, he's I'm just one. not picking up enough hype. But when it does surface and I see a highlight or I start watching a little bit of his game film, I'm like, wow, this kid's pretty good. So, yeah. all right, great pick. Good landing spot. Makes sense. Here we go. Back to the 111. And now, once again, because we are optimizing landing spot, we're playing a little bit of uh, unrealistic games here. I'm going to take Devon A-Chain. And it's because the landing spot here that I shall pick for him, the best team for him to go to, is the Dolphins. <laughs> pick 52? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, they could. But again, I'm not, I'm not talking about realistic picks here in the draft. I'm kind of thinking of it from if you could just pick their optimal landing spot. Dolphins, yeah. 
Dolphins, you know, they had a lot of success. Mike McDaniels had a lot of success. Raheem Mostert. Mostert is kind of that slender runner, bigger than A-Chain, but a little, you know, A-Chain's going to run crazy fast. And given the, the the fact that you don't see a lot of stacked boxes against the Dolphins because they have two guys who can take the top off of defense, just helps the type of running game that Mike McDaniel likes to deploy. So if he goes to the Dolphins, that's a team that I'm very excited about Devon A-Chain. So give me here at the 111. And I got a very, very diverse roster here. Got some good receivers, good some running backs here. Building a really good roster here in one QB. I like it. I like A-Chain. I don't love A-Chain. I think he's going to run very, very fast next week. And I'm excited to see kind of what that number looks like. Yep. Um, I'm trying to update this list here. But I don't love him in the NFL. I think he means, I think it, I don't think he's very far off of what Jeff Wilson gives you when Jeff Wilson's healthy. That's the thing. I don't think it's like this massive difference, this massive change, but it is what it is. And I think it's uh, respectable um, at the running back position. Would I spend the second or third round pick on him? No, but will somebody? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we get to this last pick, we got to take a listen uh, from one of our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pick number 12, the first round, 1.12, pick 12. I really want to make this pick Kendra Miller, but I do not believe in the draft capital right this time. I think Kendra might be the guy that falls to the late third, early fourth. We talk about Jamar. Jamar Jefferson mistake would be a guy like Kendra Miller. Mm-hmm. The age is there. The yardage lined up. The touchdowns lined up. He did it at a bigger school. Kendry Miller would be the mistake if I book Kendry Miller at 106. Then the just the Jamar Jefferson conversation could be had, but he's not Roshan. Jamar's closer to to Kendry Miller, so I'm not going to pick Kendry Miller here. But what I am going to do is I am going to take President Butte. I think President Butte belongs in round number one. Keep him out of Atlanta. He's ranked 12 in our rankings. And I think that uh, he's going to stay 12 in our rookie drafts. And President Butte, I think he goes in round two. I think he goes early round two. Is that Carolina? Mm, probably not because he's kind of similar to DJ Moore. Is that New Orleans? Mm, probably not because I don't think they will use a 41st overall pick on a wide receiver. Is that Las Vegas? Mm, don't think so. You know where it is? Where is it? New England. Oh, my neck of the woods. Okay. Jacoby Myers is gone. Kendrick Bourne is gone. They need a weapon. They do need a wide receiver. And we we know how Nick Saban feels about the SEC. And I think if somebody's going to get Boutte in line, I think it's going to be New England. Okay. That's a good spot. That's a good spot. They got Bill O'Brien coming in. So he's obviously very connected with the SEC. Saban, Belichick, you know, they kind of running around in the same coaching circles. Okay, I see your connection there. I do like that fit. I do think that would probably be his, one of his best landing spots, a chance to compete for a lot of target, targets right away. 
See, my Boston accent almost came out. Targets. Talk about New England. Targets. A lot of targets, guy. It's getting dark out here. We only, I don't, maybe I can hop in the car. We can go see a game at the Patriots, bro. <laughs> Start off round two, my man. Just so you know, you know, whenever the time comes, we have some drinks together. The more I drink, the more that accent starts just creeping on out. So you can have a good laugh uh, when, whenever we get together for some briskies. I'm going to start off the two, uh, round two with a bang. I'm going to take Kendra motherfucking Miller right here. And the landing spot that I think is the most optimal, I don't know if it will end up happening, but I do think it is the most optimal, is the Carolina Panthers. But I have to ask you, Cody. What do you project his 40 time? What do you think his, his speed looks like? I'm not the most excited. Oh, four, okay. Four, five, eight. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's not terrible. So it's I was middling. thinking more lower four terrible. fives. Yeah. I was thinking lower four fives. And it has a size six two. I mean, he's six foot two fifteen. Panthers, yeah. they don't really have a good running back, but I do like what Frank Reich can bring to the table. Obviously, he was working with a stud over an in indie. And Jonathan Taylor, but I mean, I think that that Kendra Miller can at least be like that model. He's not going to obviously be someone like Taylor. He doesn't have that talent. But Chuba Hubbard ain't him. Foreman, yep. he can stick around, but he he ain't going to be the guy for much longer. He's going to be twenty seven next year, and he's had his litany of, of injuries. So give me Kendra Miller to the motherfucking Panthers. It's a very interesting spot, and I, I think I think it's a respectable spot. I'd be very interested to see. Um, how that kind of pans out because he fits directly into that. He fits in that, uh, that Deontay role pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my mind went. You know, I know Deontay, they could bring him back for short money, but a guy like Miller, he can come in and, and in short, you know, touches, do a lot with him and kind of just take that backfield slowly but surely in. It'll be his by the end of the season. Respectable. Respect oh, it. Now, respect. with the 202. I think you're in this this lull now of running back, and I'm going to move the screen down so you guys can see the next portion of the draft. Kendra Miller goes up the board, and I think soon after you're going to see a bunch of running backs go up the board, as I think mm-hmm. they should. I think Zach Evans is going to be drafted a titch ahead of Kendra, and I think Zach Evans, they, they deserve to go back-to-back after the careers that they've had where Zach and, and Kendra were playing together last year at TCU, and then Zach leaves, goes to Old Miss. Zach was a stud. A lot of people forget this. Zach and Tank were in that competition with Bijan to be the studs of this class. I think Zach Evans is going to excel in the NFL. Where will he do it at is the big question. I think he's going to be a third-round pick. Denver has two picks in the early third um, that that they could pair somebody with Javante. Mm-hmm. Javante's not recovering right. Does Zach Evans fit that offense the same? Uh I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he fits that offense quite the same of what they need. A team that I do think is very interesting because they've been drafting these kind of bruising backs the last few years, these heavier set donkeys in the Larry Roundtrees, the Joshua Kellys, and the Isaiah Spillers. They might say we need to change up the angle we're taking at running mm-hmm. back, and they need to go after a Zach Evans, and that's the Los Angeles Chargers. So I'm going to give the Chargers Zach Evans and say that this will be actually someone that can take a little bit of the load off of Austin Eckler. I love it. I love that landing spot. Didn't even think about them going back to the running back in this year's draft. I like it. I'm not going to change it. I, I'm not going to really bring anything else to the table. I love it. But I am going to bring out the 2.03. And now I'm starting to flirt with a certain player. I don't know if we're going steady yet. I don't know if we're there yet. Might keep winding down. It might keep pushing it back. But 
I am going to take a player, and I'm going to do it right in your face. Taking wide receiver from Michigan State, Jaden Reed. I thought I could keep pushing it down. I thought I could keep just pushing it down the street and be like, ah, it's going to fucking come back. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. I know you did. And that is why I've been I, – I, enough is enough. Okay? Enough was enough. It was time for me to take a stand. And actually, I think my optimal, his optimal landing spot is the New England Patriots. Ooh. Because one thing that I did really, really – not that I didn't take it, but I also think that it's going to be a massive factor – in his rookie season, is how good he's in special teams. The Patriots love a guy who will do your job. Bring in Jaden Reed. Bring in a guy who can compete for a lot of targets. And this is the type of situation where, you know, new offensive coordinator, promising young rookie, derailed in year two, looking to get right in year three. If you want him to hit that Antonio Brown level of, of outcomes, mm-hmm. this is the type of landing spot he needs to go to. And if he does go there being a Patriots fan, Oh, buddy. Hey, your boy's going to get a lot of targets over there in Foxborough, and I want him. Oh, man. Can't believe you. you, you, you That's you, two times. You, you got me. You got That's me right there. Uh, you also put him in the Patriots, which is where I thought Boutte would go. I think either one of these. I think we're. I think it's cool that we're in lockstep on this Patriot landing spot, though, because mm-hmm. I do think one of these guys is going to land there. So I think it's going to be an interesting conversation when they do and who it is. I think Boutte and Reed are both very good candidates for that conversation to be in round two. Now we're talking about pick number 16. And our currently ranked best player on the board would be Tank Bigsby, if you're following along with the player profiler. Mm-hmm. Rookie rankings, which you can find in the Dynasty Deluxe, a part of the all-in package at playerprofile.com. You can use promo code Matty, or you can use promo code Cody on there. We will also have show promo codes coming next week, so you'll be able to split that and not be able to say, hey, use my promo code, not Matty's. We'll be able to use both. Though, the Dynasty rankings have the rookie rankings inside. Tank Bigsby is the number 10 player right now. For the similar reason I said Zach Evans just a second ago, I'm doing Tank Bigsby right here because he is another guy. Again, I talk about this batch of guys that's going to be going late third, early fourth. Tank Bigsby, Zach Evans, Kendra, Eric Gray, Tyja Spears. That's the five guys in that little bulk set, mm-hmm. late third, early fourth. And I think we need to be very open to Tank being maybe that guy, the first guy out of this bunch that goes out the board. And Tank Bigsby going late third, there's a couple spots there. Everyone wants to look at Dallas for Bijan. Everyone always looks at Buffalo for a running back. Buffalo always spends that third-round pick on a running back. What if Tank Bigsby is the one that goes to the Dallas Cowboys and fills in for Zeke Elliott? Because Zeke Elliott, uh, oh. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to maybe not you, but I hate to break it to everybody else. Uh, the answer to the test about Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott's gone. We talked about this at the Senior Bowl with those other conversations that we had about Roshan. Is, uh, Zeke is 100% gone, and now there's people coming out there breaking news that, oh, Zeke Elliott, if he comes back, he's going to have to play for the minimum. I, he's not going to come back. All right, If he goes anywhere, it's going to be mm-hmm. like Tampa Bay because the running back coaches went to Tampa Bay. He's going to be cut. He's going to be on the street. This class has depth at running back. This class, Crazy this raging class has depth. Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders, they're going to get signed before him. You're going to see Zeke in a very weird situation. Not a lot of tread left on the tires. Kind of a donkey. Zeke's not going to be back. Tank Bigsby fits right in there next to Pollard, and you got a dynamic one-two punch because Tank is – not quite a tank, but he's a pretty good running back. What do you think happened to him after his freshman season? Uh, 
I mean, look at the stats. The stats, the stats are still there. All four years, the stats have been there. It's the it's the competency of Auburn. That's really what it is. Okay. So the team just kind of crumbled around him and left him hanging. Okay. Fair enough. Tank Bigsby to the Cowboys. That would certainly draw up a whole bunch of hype in fantasy leagues across the country for sure. Question: Would he, I might have an answer on your board? Would he go ahead of guys like Evans and Miller at running back? If he went to the Cowboys in the third and Zeke was gone and it's him and Paul, would he, for you, say Zach Evans goes and plays with Eckler, say Kendra, he's in Carolina, but Carolina is also... They're just still flirting with Hubbard too much, yeah, too much, okay. Is Paul, I mean, I know Pollard's there, but but is that enough to put Tank above these guys? I think my approach would be if I'm looking to win, if I have a competitor, I'm going to go, I'm going to kick him up the notch. I'm going to kick him up above those two guys because I want the immediate playing stand. Because if Tony Pollard takes some time, he doesn't come back, you know, 100% right away. Maybe Bigsby gets a little bit more of that pie than we would anticipate. And then you could really cash in and then maybe sell at that point. So I would elevate him above the two. But if I'm just strictly going for best player, I do like the situations of Chargers and Panthers enough to keep them ahead of Bigsby. Beauty, beauty, beauty. 205, Maddie Kewoom's on the clock. All right. I'm going to leave this guy. I mean, I'm I'm sick of leaving this guy on the board. I'm going to take him right now, running back from Tulane, New Orleans, (sighs) Tajay Spears. And his optimal landing spot, in my opinion, is the Houston Texans. Mm. Here's why. Damian Pierce was not good in the pass game. So bad that they said Rex Berkman or Rex Burkhead. I like Berkman. (laughs) Gentlemen, Rex, do you want to play football? Hey, come on in and play. We need you on third down. And I think that Spears gives enough in the passing game. We saw what he did in Moby. His ability, his ability to get open for a rookie quarterback or Davis Mills if they want to drag their feet. Probably not going to happen, but let's just say all hypotheticals. Either way, that means targets for Spears with a, a, a clear path to getting l- the lion's share of the opportunities and becoming a true force in fantasy. In PPR, especially. I think he's gonna be a, I think he's gonna be a guy. I I hate that though because it's probably gonna be that late third, early fourth round draft capital, which is the same they had on Pierce, and it's just gonna yep. be such a question mark as far as the year goes and what what to do with him. I bet a lot would have to do with how people view Pierce. Mm-hmm. I've been down on him. I like the player, uh, uh, but I always thought that he was a sell when he was balling out at the beginning of last year uh, because I just. He, I don't think he's special. He's not a wow factor in any in any aspect. So I think that that will uh, allow the, the 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 Texans to still take shots at running back. And if you get a guy who just is better, they're going to take a lot of those opportunities. So I guess it really just comes down to what you feel about Pierce. I'm not huge on Pierce long term. I mean, I like Pierce is the thing, but I don't think he belongs in the in the three down skill set back tier of things. So this is going to muddy the backfield a little bit more, but I think it would uh, it would actually improve the longevity of Pierce and his up not really his upside, but is his floor because it would bring juice a juice factor, uh, which I think a lot of backfields need that second guy, and that's why they had Burkhead there. That's why they brought their guys in. So um, it's pukey on the surface, but I think it would benefit both guys long term. Well, that would be okay in fantasy. I'd be okay with that, especially at the two hundred five. How about this guy right here? I don't know. Who is he? 
Rashi. Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice, I think, is going to be a guy that gets drafted a little bit higher than we're currently expecting. He had a mediocre week at the Senior Bowl, came in with high expectations, left a little disappointed in Rashi, other than he came in at a good weight. He came in at a good weight. I think he was very similar to a Garrett Wilson coming in. I thought he was going to be 187. He came in like 202, I think it was. Slow, sluggish start, ended strong. He's going to be solid in the red zone. He's going to be solid in the intermediates. He's not going to be a superstar like a Jefferson or a Wilson, um, but I think he's going to be a very competent number two in the NFL. And what team needs a very competent number two for the future? Seattle Seahawks pick number 53. Mm, that's, that landing spot is catching a lot of steam in terms of the 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 heir apparent to Tyler Lockett's role, which yes. is it's very intriguing for dynasty especially if you're in the spot where you aren't really uh you can you have you have the luxury of time do, do you do you, i think i think it's a very uh, rice is the toughest one for me in this class i think as far as projecting where he's going to end up being everything fantasy mm-hmm. nfl would you name it i love him but i also hate him <laughs> got that love hate thing going with him that little love hate thing. <laughs> hey, okay. Same with same with Tank. Same with Tank. Him and Tank both. I'm just like, so they're sitting there 1920. They could be higher. They could be way lower. It's just like, right, right. It's interesting. <sighs> I, and we've we've grown so much in these three mocks where, you know, we've both decided to to take guys that we we weren't really excited about just a couple weeks ago, and we're we're, we're coming around on them. So look at us. Look at us growing. I like that. That's huge for us. And at the 207. I'm going to go with the big boy. I'm going with Michael Mayer. Tight end. Ooh, tight end. From the uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> you got my ear and threw me off completely. From Notre Dame. Okay, it's time to take a tight end here at the 207. That's really good. Uh, that's a great spot, in my opinion. And the landing spot, it's what all the, line, the best landing spots for all the tight ends in this class. And that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Let that guy, let that rookie come in. Hayden Hurst was pretty good. You know, he's pretty decent fantasy. He was big when you need him. And a tight end, that's a complete dumpster fire. Give me, in my opinion, Michael Meyer is the number one tight end in the class. There's, But this is a damn good class. So if the Bengals end up going with Musgrave or Dalton Kincaid, those are the guys that I'll take. Because I love the landing spot. But given this, given our rankings, given the player profile rankings, your rankings, give me Mayer and give him to the Bengals. Bengals. All right. So I talked about this selling T. Higgins thing, and this is exactly why. Because I think you're going to be looking at a tight end and a tight end with draft capital going to Cincinnati, uh, which is only going to add to targets, not going to T. Higgins. And of course, Chase is still that alpha. And Chase, you know, isn't going to be mediocre. He's had some, it's, he's got this weird thing where, like, yeah, he's the dynasty number two right now, but people aren't respecting him on the level that they should be. And I think one of these, this year, next year, it's going to be the fucking the, the tops coming off, and uh, <laughs> I think you're going to see a competition for 2K between Chase and Jefferson. And I think people are put Jefferson's the goat. He's in the goat conversation. Yeah, Jefferson's damn good. Jefferson he's damn fucking damn good. good. But and he's on your team. I think people are forgetting that Chase is also pretty fucking good. Yeah, he's very good. So that's why I'm you selling. Get, I mean, you're going to get a hot take out of me, Cody. 
and he's, I, very, he's in a, and I think they're going to bring in a weapon like this and uh, there's a lot multiple things working against him. So anyways, I like it. Now you've got enough time. Who are you taking with a 208? It's time. No, don't do it. It's time. Do it. Did I First right, quarterback comes off the board. That's the show. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. The quarterback uh, comes like off the week. board. Um, uh, I guess I'm, I'm at whatever. My whole night is ruined. Thanks, Cody. I mean, that's it. I'm I got my stuff. quarterback. I, I got a quarterback for my fantasy team. I don't know what you got, but I got a quarterback. And he might not start year one, but I'll tell you what he's going to do year one. He's going to at least play running back. He's going to have probably 1,400 yards on the ground. I'm just kidding. No, I think Anthony Richardson <laughs> should be QB1 in fantasy as the rookie um, because exactly what I just said. We talked about Justin Fields. I was on the writer's roundtable just before this. Go check that out on the YouTube channel, playerprofiler.com. Richardson's going to get an opportunity if he is a top 10 pick to play year one because the team's going to need him to to play. And I mm-hmm. think uh, Ahan made a good point on that show where his draft – projection as far as the sports books went from like plus 5,000 to like plus 600 for the number one overall pick. So I think you're in conversations with Richardson as being a top 10 guy. Atlanta's in the conversations with Lamar Jackson. They drafted Desmond Ritter. If they don't answer, if they don't love Ritter, they brought Mariota. That's the landing spot. You can look at right there. Vegas needs a quarterback. Carolina Mm -hmm. needs a quarterback. Um, Detroit needs a quarterback. Seattle needs a quarterback. Indianapolis. Do I need to keep going here? Like, if he goes to any of these spots, he's going to be pretty fantastic as far as the rushing upside goes. Mm-hmm. But I think the best landing spot in the top 10, the best landing spot in the top 10 for fantasy. Dude, if you say actually, what I'm thinking, if you say what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, you come on. Number nine to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Cam Newton's it's replacement. Good. Yep. Cam Newton's long loss replacement. I talked about the Franken comp. It's Callan Kaepernick's arm, which only further goes into the DJ Moore effect, which is like he's never going to have a quarterback that has a competent arm to get in the ball. <laughs> it's going to feed right into the frenzy. Send him to Carolina, where they already won with a player like this. It's Cam Newton's body with Lamar Jackson's legs and fuck Callan, 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 Colin, whatever the hell his name is, Kaepernick's Oh, arm. you pulled a me when, 10 minutes ago when I messed up the name. <laughs> Cal, I want to call him Callan Kaepernick for now on. That's him. That's that's what Richardson is. And I think if he goes to Carolina right there at nine, they're going to throw him into the fire year one because he can run the ball. And his offensive line is just competent enough. There's enough talent around him. I think you're going to see him break the rushing record. And that's going to be amazing in fantasy. 208 in one QB. Come on down. Great pick. Probably the only quarterback that I was looking to take uh, in this in this entire two rounds because I think he has the highest ceiling. But you were wrong about the best landing spot. The best landing spot is the Seattle Seahawks because Pete Carroll apparently can get the most out of a damn quarterback, and he wouldn't possibly have the luxury of sitting behind one year of a franchise tag, Geno Smith. And if you got DK Metcalf, Noah Fant, and the receiver that they take this year, phew, now all of a sudden you're like freaking Gannon. Phew, phew. Shots. That was the greatest thing. That was hilarious. Imagine walking up to somebody, don't even know him, shakes your hand, taps you in the chest, and just doesn't even say anything. Just goes, (laughs) explosive. I, I, they better hope that that is their Nick Sirianni moment, where like that interview that Sirianni had when he first press conference. They better hope that's that because that was like. If I was Rondell, I would have been like, 
like, nice to meet you, sir. Is it this guy? Is not, I mean, he, is this the impractical jokers guy? This isn't is this our coach. The, <laughs> Mur? Is this Mur? This is Mur? Is this Mur? Mur? Is Where's the cameras shots. at? Is this a joke? Oh, oh the camera's right there. Is this Mur? <laughs> Where's no, Ashton? Ashton Kutcher? That's your football coach, bro. Yeah. All right. Let's get back on track here. 209. Where am I going with this? I'm getting electric, okay? It's getting late, so I'm getting a little I'm getting a little delusional. So I'm gonna go crazy here. I'm gonna go for a big shot. So oh. I'm gonna go Dizzy Deuce Vaughn. Oh. And his landing spot, the best landing spot for him, is the Denver Broncos. Why? Sean Payton. What did Sean Payton do in the past? He got a whole lot out of Darren Sproles. And what mm-hmm. could he do with Deuce Vaughn playing the pass catching role as Javante gets to 100 percent And then let's face it, given a good opportunity, given what John Payton could do with a guy like this. I think he's going to stick around. So getting him at the end of the second round is wheels up for Matty Kiwoom. Deuce. Dilly, dilly, deuce. Put him on the board. Deuce Vaughn fits. It ships. I don't like it. But he's going to fit in a lot of boxes. It fits. It ships. USPS, next day delivery, Amazon Prime. Deuce Vaughn is your guy. Now this next pick, I'm going not for speed. I don't need speed. I need PPR points. And where you're going to catch PPR points is from a 207-pound sub-satellite back that thinks he is a three-down grinder, but he's really just Devontae Freeman 2.0. Eric Gray out of Oklahoma, once known as a Debbie guy, 23 years old. Eric Gray is going to be competent. And a late second-round pick is A-OK with me for Eric Gray in fantasy. Put him in there at the 210 I have him ranked 16th overall. We're getting him here at the 22, 22, yeah, 22 overall 22. pick. Eric Gray, running back, Oklahoma, fantabulous season this year. I think he's going to be that early fourth round pick. It's usually where these uh, these projected players go, where there's not really, you know, one time he was thought to go here, but eh, we'll see. He's just going to end up in the fourth round of the NFL draft. And when you're looking at landing spots, I think the Minnesota one's interesting. They should have never resigned Delvin Cook. I've talked about this, and I think Madison's gone as well. One twenty. To the Minnesota Vikings, Eric mm. Gray. Okay, smart move. Uh, what I'm going to go with here, I'm going to end the draft. I was thinking about going quarterback, but in this fictional fantasy, since we're doing optimal landing spots, I'm going to say that I have the optimal quarterback. I got Patty Mahomes, so I ain't looking quarterback. So I'm going Tank Dell with 211, and I'm going to say that he goes to the Atlanta Falcons. That is going to be his best landing spot where he can play on the inside. He could be dynamic. He could be used in a number of different roles with Drizzy Drake on the outside, with Kyle Pitts doing what he do in the middle of the field. But you know who's going to be catching passes from, Cody? Lamar Jackson. And that's the type really- playmaker that would work so well. Led the nation in receiving yards can be a little mini version of Hollywood Brown. With Drizzy Drake and Kyle Pitts and Lamar Jackson. You really trying to be like Boomer or what? Who, no, I don't got the Boomer voice. Do I have the Boomer voice? Uh, that's the energy what? I thought you. I thought you. What? 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 The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, all right. All right. Let's see what I'm saying. Lamar okay. Jackson. Okay. The Raiders. That's what I was saying, man. Okay. Little late bulb moment. Okay. Off in your head, you you, you caught on to it. <laughs> Last pick in the draft. A lot of guys on the board here. Well, the board's actually getting cleaned up if you're watching on YouTube. 
uh, by yours truly as I'm trying to sort and see what's my best available action plan. <sighs> Do I want to get a tight end? Do I need to Let's get go a tight Evan end? Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> Little do you know, I left Kendra Miller on the board. I know you did that last week, <laughs> and uh, you freaking bamboozled me. <laughs> Hit me with the bamboozle. long game. Bamboozle. I watched that back today, and you were like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. No. 2.12, who's the one guy on this board that I think has the opportunity to climb the NFL board next week at the NFL Combine and become a second or third round pick? That's really what we're looking for right here. Probably not second, but probably a third round pick in the NFL draft. Who's going to climb that ladder? Xavier Hutchinson doesn't have the speed to do that. He's going to be a guy that's going to end up being a middle third round pick like a Khalil Shakir this year. Love him in PPR. Don't want to spend that capital on him right now. You took Deuce Vaughn. I think he belongs in this conversation as well. But Luke Musgrave is going to run fast. I'm going to get my tight end right here okay. at the 212. Normally, I don't like taking tight ends up in the mid into the second round, but I think 212 is a fine spot to get an athlete like Luke Musgrave, who I think projects to be uh, a first round pick right now. Depending, depending again, the, the the athleticism next week should be in the in the high four sixes, low four sevens for Luke Musgrave, and I think he does end up being a late first, if not early second round pick for this experiment. For this purpose, for this for this particular draft, this particular one, we sent Mayer to the Bengals. Yep. So that still leaves the door open for Jacksonville to get a tight end. The Chargers could use a tight end. I don't think the Chargers used that 22nd overall pick on a tight end because they understand uh, positional importance mm-hmm. in the draft. Dallas will not spend a first-round pick on a tight end. They have tight ends. They love tight ends. But I think a team that – Needs, I don't know. This is kind of a theory, right? So we always see, you know, oh, this guy deleted all of his posts on Instagram. He's gone. How about the the pro shop is selling this guy's jerseys for 50% off? Darren Waller is gone in Las Vegas. Aaron Rodgers enters. Devonta Adams is there. They bring in a tailback. Yeah. And they bring in Luke Musgrave to play tight end for where his his <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Not everybody can do the boomer. Aaron Rodgers is there. Devontae <laughs> Adams stays. Darren Waller's gone. And they bring in Luke Musgrave to play tight end where his uncle Bill was offensive coordinator. Luke Musgrave. Round two. Las Vegas Raiders. 212. Sign me up. Love it. It went from Boomer to Hulk Hogan by the end. <laughs> it started at Boomer, and if you would have said brother at the end of it, you'd be like, oh, that was a good Hulk. That was a pretty good Hulk Hogan. What do you think of the draft, man? Of the whole thing? I think. It, all right, so now what we're trying to see here, what we're trying to take away from these drafts is kind of the variance of where you could see guys climb the board if they get to a, a particular landing spot. And the guy that sticks out to me in this particular experiment was Jalen Hyatt. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that if he were to get the first round draft capital, go to a spot like the Chargers, the Chiefs, or the Bills, I think you could see him climb rookie drafts, especially in one QB. So that's what I think that was the purpose of this exercise is really to see where guys may take massive jumps up in the first and second rounds based on a really, really good landing spot. Do you, do you know what my big takeaway was in this draft? 
that I'm freaking nasty at drafting players. Their team sucks. No, it's just all the guys you hate. I think I think your team you did you didn't even draft a quarterback. I told you I'm Mahomes. We're train we're drafting Mahomes. We're, we're playing fantasy football. I have Jackson Mahomes. And our teams are as follows. And my boy did not draft a quarterback, as you can see. So he has too many running backs that suck and don't catch passes. This dude is about to put me out to dry here. I'm going. I'm going he back took to all undersized wide receivers: Hyatt, One Trick Pony, Reed, undersized injuries; Dell, just a speedster; Addison, undersized; Quentin Johnston, fake alpha. This team is garbage. You took the second best tight end. Took no quarterbacks. This right here <laughs> is an example of uh, of cyberbullying because you're just gaslighting our listeners here. I got the big dog, Bijan. I my running backs would kick your running backs' ass. They would just all tag up on Roshan, get him out the way, and then it's easy money. <laughs> And then you got Keishon Butte. It's like he's about to get suspended or whatever. I mean, whatever. Your team's pretty good. Okay, fine. It's better than mine. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Whatever. It's like you freaking do this for a living. Okay. Cody went to the he's going to the combine. Okay. But you know what? I won 2.0. You might have taken 3.0, but I took I took 2.0 down. Well, I'll give you 2.0, but I do get a bonus point for getting Kendra. Well, you bamboozled me. We've talked about this. Hey man. You I'm can't just, do that to me. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Maddie had a fantastic drive. I'm just giving him shit. If you're listening along, the teams are as follows: Kendra Miller, Bijan Robinson, Zach Charbonnet, Devin Shing- A Chain, Deuce Vaughn, <laughs> Tasha Spears, Jalen Hyatt, Jaden Reed, Tank Dell, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, Michael Mayer. My team is Anthony Richardson, Jamar. Gibbs, Roshan Johnson, Zach Evans, Tank Bigsby, Eric Gray, Texas Smith and Jigba, Josh Downs, Zay Flowers, Rashi Rice, Kayshawn Boot, Hay, and Luke Oakland Raider. Must <laughs> raid. You can find Maddie Kewum on Twitter at Maddie Kewum, M A T T Y K I W O O N. You can find me on Twitter at Carpenter NFL. We'll be back next week with another midweek mock. Maddie, this weekend, will be on the game plan. Mm-hmm. Futurecast will be back on Friday at about 1, 2 o'clock to recap some players that we look forward to at the NFL Combine next week. Can't believe it's already. Matty, you got one take for us to send us out? Brother. My one take is that the Players Lounge is about to be the biggest podcast in history. <laughs>